0: Welcome back to the iCast. I'm Robbie Klanik, and today I'm joined by Mr. Cruz Marsik, who is going to uh, tell us a little bit about how we can celebrate Holy Week during this challenging and really uncharted time. So, Mr. K, take it away.
1: Yeah, uh, thanks so much for having me, Robbie. Uh, it's a it's a pleasure to uh, be on the uh, on the i Podcast today. Um, uh, you know, I've listened to a couple of the shows before and uh, I really think you guys are doing some great work. So, um, excited to, to be on the show today. Um, I think as you said, it, it is a, a challenging and, and uncertain time. And I think, For sure. um, just to acknowledge, you know, that right now. Um, and I, I think, um, you know, we've been celebrating Lent and I think we all gave up a lot more than we expected. Um, yeah. Yeah right? I mean, we didn't expect to be giving up school and work um, and, and being able to see friends and um, all the different events for seniors, uh, spring sports for all our athletes out there, um, people doing the play and, and involved music and band, just all these things that um, we've had to give up, you know? Uh, so I think to acknowledge that's been hard, um, but also the sense of like, uh, solidarity in society that like we 're giving these things up because um, we value um, the least of these we value people who are vulnerable to to this illness, to getting sick and, and to dying from it, and so we 're all kind of in this together, um, and, and so I think there's a there's a good Catholic Christian value in all this that we value the lives of those who are most vulnerable
0: yeah, for sure. I I can definitely see that solidarity because I mean, if you look on social media, we see, you know, nurses telling us to stay home and thanking us for staying home. And, you know, we see people thanking the nurses for what they're doing and the doctors for what they're doing. I mean, pretty much all of our healthcare workers for what they're doing. Um, I want to say it was in France. They, uh, they uh, had like the police cars, you know, had their sirens and everyone was clapping and cheering and everything. Like, I mean, we're all in this together. It's, it's crazy to, Kind of feel that unity. I can totally see that with how that relates to, you know, the time we're in now Holy Week um,
1: mm-hmm.
0: How can we continue to celebrate our faith and celebrate, you know, this special time of the year?
1: Well, again, I think it's uh it's a Holy Week unlike any other, right? You're not going to have yeah. a Lent or a Holy Week like this ever again. Most likely. Mm-hmm. I mean, it, it's Hopefully. A, it, it's, <laughs> it's a wild world. So uh, you yeah. never know but, but hopefully, this will be a unique one and, and, and unique in the sense that we can't um, necessarily celebrate in the traditional ways, right? So, we had Palm Sunday this past Sunday, and um, you know, we couldn't go and celebrate that, that, that big liturgy together. Um, I know my local parish, St. Francis to Sales, uh, around, the, uh, around the corner here in Parma, um, they had a passing out of, like, a drive-through palms. Um, you could drive through from, from 12 to 3 and pick up palms. Um, so, you know, they, they're trying to uh, meet the need and help people to celebrate, but um, not being able to do the traditional things. Um, but but this week is is so important in our faith, right? It's the center point of our Christian faith. It's the Paschal Mystery. Um, it's so important that we have an entire class on it for seniors. I know a lot of seniors are taking that. Are you in that class right now?
0: Yes. Yeah, I, I think it's a um, mandatory second semester class. I know we're supposed to watch The Passion this week and read, um, yeah, the part of the uh, basically Holy Thursday through... Um, Easter Sunday, I think, is like what we're supposed to read in the Gospels. I don't remember those chapters, but. (laughs) Right,
1: right. Well, and and, and I think that's uh, that is one of the things I was thinking about. Uh, One way we can celebrate this week um, is to, you know, watch the Passion or watch another movie about the life of Jesus. Um, I certainly think that's a that's a good practice. Um, to, to read the readings uh, ourselves, with our family, with friends, to, uh, you know, do some sm- small faith sharing based upon those readings. Um, but also, I think there's some, there's some really great ways to, uh, you know, to, to also to celebrate, because a lot of places are having their masses, um, they're live streaming, having, you know, virtual masses. So I know um, on SIBN um, on Holy Thursday and Good Friday um, and on Holy Saturday, there's going to be uh, an Easter vigil service. So um, you can tune into the San Ignatius broadcast network to, to, uh, to, to watch those. Um, um, and then there's also, you know, other local parishes. Like, I don't know if your local parish is, have they been live streaming a mass?
0: Um, they haven't been live streaming, but they've been pre-recording and uploading those. So um, I think my mom was reading for, the um the passion i don't know which day it was or maybe it's all the days i don't know or no yeah i don't know which day it was um in the triduum but she just recorded that yesterday so yeah Yeah,
1: that's awesome so so that's cool that uh you know even your parish is like reaching out and having you know uh people who are normally lectors to to get involved and, and do that sort of thing um so yeah, local parishes, S-I-B-N. Um, another big one is uh, Word on Fire. Um, there's uh, Bishop Robert Barron out of L.A. He does some really cool stuff. Um, and so you can also tune into his masses. Um, but I think the other thing I've been thinking a lot about is um, just the major themes that, that happen um, over the course of, of the Triduum, right? So uh, Holy Thursday, we celebrate um, you know, the Last Supper and the washing of the feet. And so we celebrate the institution of the Eucharist and the institution of, of the priesthood. And really, it's, it's about service, right? It's kind of Jesus' great message coming to fruition. It's, it's about service. It's about sacrifice. Um, and so I think um, as we reflect on Holy Thursday, I think one of the questions we can all ask ourselves is, who are we, who is serving us right now, right? Who are those people that are washing our feet um, in the midst of this, this time, this, this strange time? Um, and then on the other side of it, who are we called to serve? Um, and how are we serving our, our family, our friends, um, those who are closest to us uh, in this time? There, there's limits, right? But I think Yeah, I, I guess
0: that, that brings up a good question. Like, in this time, how can we really serve? Because, you know, person-to-person contact is pretty hard nowadays. Like, LABRA has been suspended for students. I mean, only adults are going on that. Like, what what are your, you know... Um, examples of things we can do.
1: I think I think service can can look like as simple as uh, helping out around the house and, and doing chores. It can look like uh, helping take care of our, our younger siblings. Um, I think uh, you know it can look like uh, you know reaching out to uh, people we haven't. Uh, that might be isolated so maybe that's uh family members you know aunts uncles grandparents people who find themselves alone so we give them a call on the phone or you know we reach out via some other media whether it's zoom or or, or skype or facetime um i think you know there are um there are a lot of great organizations that we can we can give to at this time you know um if money is a resource that we have I think uh, there's there's always Catholic relief services and Catholic charities. Um, I know I found that um, the Cleveland Foundation is sponsoring a uh, Greater Cleveland Rapid Response for COVID-19, um, and so they're trying to generate funds just to help whatever needs people have in the midst of all this. Wow. Um, so I think there's um, you know some ways we can give in that way. Um, but it's, it's certainly different, right, than, than being able to do labra and, and pallbearers and some of these other person-to-person ministries that are so important and valuable.
0: So we, we talked a lot about Holy Thursday and, like, you know, getting our feet washed and how we can also wash others' feet. Um, so how can we really celebrate Good Friday other than, you know, the services and, like, you know, kind of live that out in uh, yeah. quarantine?
1: I think uh, to me, I mean, Good Friday is, is it's all about the cross, right? It's all about what Jesus does in, um, in, in carrying his cross, in suffering and in dying on the cross. Um, and I think it invites us to uh, reflect on what are the crosses in our lives, right? So, um, you know, for those who have uh, you know gone on one of our junior retreats, you, you're familiar with this idea of we talk about obstacles from outside. And we talk about obstacles from our choices. So um, looking at those crosses, those obstacles um, that are hardships, things that have happened to us in our life um, that we had no control over. So it could be getting sick, uh, having, having some sort of disability, um, the illness of someone in our family, maybe it's uh, separation or divorce, the, you know, estrangement in the family. Um, maybe it's the weight of expectations or having a tough relationship with someone in our family. Um, So looking at those crosses. um, And then I think it's also looking uh, at our our lives and looking at our choices and saying, what are those ways that I am, you know, um, doing things, saying things that aren't helping me be my best self, right? You know, God wants us to be our best selves. God wants us to be happy, to be holy. Um, And so to examine those areas where that might not be happening. um, And I think that's really, that's really hard. Um, but I think we we sort of take courage in looking at the way Jesus uh, bears his cross, so that we might be able to bear our cross, knowing ultimately that the cross doesn't have the final word, right? Whatever suffering or, or challenge in our life, um, that it, it doesn't end with the cross; it ends in in the resurrection,
0: right? Yeah, Um, that's that's <laughs> yeah. That's probably the best way to celebrate during this time. I mean, yeah just reflecting on your crosses. Totally. Um, so yeah, with the rest of the trade, when we got Holy Saturday, um, Mm -hmm. what, what's the biggest thing that you think we should be able to be doing during Holy Saturday?
1: In some ways, I think we're already living in a Holy Saturday time. (laughs) This one probably is the one we can relate to the most because it's, it's, it's the waiting in the tomb, right? So on Holy Saturday, you know, Jesus has died. He's in the tomb, um, the disciples are, are distraught, confused, you know, hopes are dashed. Like, what do we do? We're kind of there right now. I think in this pandemic, you know, um, my wife pointed out to me, like, you know, we're in this time, there's, there's no answers. There's no control. There's just this, uh, sense of we're in a space, like a tomb, maybe, you know, our, our houses are our tombs and we're, <laughs> we, we, we can't yeah. get out right now. Right. Um, And uh, so I think the question is what to do with this time. Um, Again, to to recognize this connectedness, we're all in our tombs, right? And in this sense of we're all vulnerable to sickness and and death. Um, But then to even go a step further and to say, um, what do we do during this time to use it wisely? I was talking with, uh, the tennis team yesterday about this. And I said, you know, right now you have to ask yourself, what am I, how am I going to make use of this time? Well, like, what is something I've always wanted to learn? What is something I've always wanted to do to try uh, a new hobby? Right. Um, you know, the other day, like I never, I never bake. It's like I, I cook and you know, I'll throw stuff <laughs> together, but I rarely bake because I'm not all about following all the steps and the yeah, recipes. Yeah. Um, but the other day I like, you know, took this, this mix, you know, out of the cupboard and I was like, I'm going to bake today. Right. Like, um, why not? Why not? Right. Try something (laughs) new. I I know that a lot of students, um, you know, the feedback I've received is a lot of students are finding themselves, um, you know, just, uh, bored kind of like, you know, just like, uh, like confined, isolated. Um, and, and I guess my thought is if we're bored, we need to, we need to get up and do something. We need to do something mm-hmm. new. Yep. Um, you know, learn a new instrument, learn a new language, right? Duolingo. I'm, I'm always a big <laughs> fan of, of pushing Duolingo. Uh, they don't pay me anything, but um, it's-
0: They it's should. Fun,
1: <laughs> they should, right? Um, but it, it's a fun way to, uh, to work on a language. So to think about how do we use this time intentionally while we're in this sort of tune.
0: Uh, so may I ask, what did you end up baking?
1: Oh, <laughs> So it was a uh, pumpkin ginger cake. Um, it was wow. like a, yeah. It was uh, like a, you know, a bag like that had all the stuff. All I had to do was like add eggs and water. So, okay, I mean, it wasn't, it wasn't too <laughs> intense, right? Um, but it was something I got back in the fall uh, when we went apple picking. And it was okay. just sitting there in the cupboard taunting me, like, are you ever gonna make me? And I was like, fine, today's the day. <laughs>
0: For sure. Yeah. I mean, it does feel like we're living in a perpetual Holy Saturday. I can totally feel that. (laughs) So of course, in the end, there is the Easter vigil and then Easter. Um, uh, Specifically for Easter vigil, do you know if people are going to be welcomed into the church? Because normally that's a time where we do RCIA.
1: Right, exactly. You know, Easter Vigil is sort of the, uh, the beginning of the celebration of Easter. Um, and we obviously have the, all, it's, it's the, it's the mass with all of the readings, right? We have the readings that go through salvation history. And, and it, it's when you're at the mass, you're like, oh, another reading, you know, this is long. But if you really look at it, you take a bird's eye view, you realize it's really beautiful to look at this, mm-hmm. this salvation history, this story of our, of our Christian faith um, and to welcome in new members. That's always inspiring. Like, you know, for, for many of us, we're born into this and, and we don't kind of feel like we choose it in the same way, um, as others. But then you see these people that are, you know, young adults or, or full-blown adults, and, and they're deciding to enter the Catholic faith and you're like, whoa, all right, that's, that's encouraging, you know? Um, so I think that's always a pick me up. I don't know for certain if, um, if anyone's celebrating it. Uh, but I I don't think, I don't think we can. I mean, I think that essentially, um, all sort of large gatherings are suspended. So I I don't know what they're doing about that. I imagine they're, they're maybe trying to to push that back to a later date, but, um, but it's, it's certainly unfortunate because that's this beautiful liturgy to welcome people in.
0: Yeah, I mean, at least whenever I've been to it, we've started outside with the fire, and then they, you right. know, like the Easter candle, and then you process, oh, it's the best.
1: Exactly, uh, exactly. It's it's one of the best liturgies of the year.
0: Mm-hmm. And then now on to like Easter day, um, yeah. especially right. during this time, it's hard to be, do- I mean, there, there are things you can find to be joyful, but, you know, how right. do we really live out the Easter season for the next few weeks?
1: Yeah, I, I think, you know, it, it's kind of like connected with a, another question that um, I think we can talk about is how do we sort of keep faith in this time? Um, I I guess it's, it's to say that when we look at, when we look at Easter, um, it's about resurrection and it's about the idea that God redeems all things. So whatever suffering and death that we experience, it never has the last word, um, that God, um, God shows up and, and God, you know, raises up Jesus. That's what we see in the resurrection. And God raises us up. And And the call is to be, you know, Easter people, to be people of joy. But I think, as you said, Robbie, it's it, it's challenging to do that. Um, and so I think in order to keep faith, we have to remember a few things. I think we have to remember that that God is good, that um, God wants good things for, for, for us, for people, that this isn't, you know, I don't think we can say this is you know God's plan that, that people get sick and die. I, I think it's it's the free will of creation that things like this happen. Um, I don't think we can pin this on on God as something He wanted. Um, to remember that God is with us, um, and particularly with those who suffer and with those who serve. Right. So I think about all those people who are who are sick, um, and and have the COVID nineteen, um, but also those who are serving. As you said before, I am blown away to think about the, the nurses and the doctors and and policemen and firemen first responders of all kinds mm-hmm. who yeah. are doing amazing I mean you talk about carrying your cross you talk about um sort of you know washing people's feet um those people are doing it um and they're living it in it a way that um that I I can't imagine um so, God is with those who suffer and those who serve, um, and that God's going to redeem this, um, that ultimately there will be a slow and uh, an end to this virus. Um, he's going to heal the sick, he's going to comfort the aggrieved, um, that he's working in this time. Um, that, you know, uh, I know I've been talking to students, and a lot of them have more time at home with their family, right? That God yeah. is working in this time maybe to draw families together in playing board games or, you know, doing something fun together. Didn't you say your family was playing a board game the other day?
0: Um, My family was not playing a board game, but we ended up like dancing a lot. Oh, we that's just, right. You know, it happens. Our family's big with dancing. I don't know why. Like when I was really young, um, we would have dance nights. Like we just put some songs on, you know, and just dance. Um, So yeah, it kind of brought back memories from being, you know, younger. But yeah, like just being with my family and being able to do that because, you know we're all home it's kind of crazy like my sister would be away at college right now but right. she's home so right. yeah
1: so families uh you know maybe families are united uh at this time of, of you know during this time when they wouldn't normally be right you know your yep. family would be spread out um, and so there's unique opportunity to celebrate the trade women to celebrate easter together um, you know, there's always the fun things of Easter. You can, you know, um, if you have younger siblings and whatnot, you can do like, you know, an Easter egg hunt or something in the house. Um, growing up for me, they they hid my Easter basket, so I had to same, go find same. the whole basket, right? Um, so there's stuff like that. There's there's dyeing eggs. There's you know having a big meal like a big feast. You know, for me it was always um, having having ham, uh, ham and German potato salad. That was that was yes. the uh, Easter Sunday meal. But um, I guess the long and short is that God brings good out of anything and everything. So as we're in this time and when we maybe are struggling to find that, that Easter joy um, when Easter comes is to remember that, that God is going to lead us out of this tomb um, and that there is resurrection on the other side.
0: Wow. Couldn't have said it better myself. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> yeah, thank you so much. So Mr. K has um, told me that he is going to send me four songs to represent Holy Thursday, Good Friday, Holy Saturday, and Easter Sunday. Those will be linked in the description, um, as well as a link to a doc kind of describing what we talked about in a more like Cliff Notes version and some reflection questions, if you want to think of those. So thank you so much, Mr. K, for joining me today.
1: Awesome. It was, it was a pleasure to be here. Thanks for having me, Robbie. Have a good day. You too.